the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. My name is Ron Cabuno. Thank you very much for tuning in. It's Veterans Day. Thank you very much to all the veterans for your service. We appreciate it and what you've done for this country. Just think about the wide range of amazing and trying experiences that our armed service members have had, whether it be 1946 in Japan or 2011 in Kabul. You know what I mean? Like it spans the absolute range of the globe and of any possible situation you could find yourself in. And yet with all that disparity, we have chosen this one day to set aside for those who are still alive and are veterans of our armed services. Now, originally this one was Armistice Day. I think you guys probably know that. 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, one year after World War I ended. Geez, World War I. I mean, if you ever really want to get an in-depth look at that with firsthand accounts and all the scholarly journals and literature scanned for you, please check out Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Uh, that one is called The Blueprint for Armageddon. It is, I think, like a five-part series. You know, each episode's about three hours apiece. So you're looking at 15 hours of documentation and commentary on World War One. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. So engrossing. You really, you feel like you're there. And by the time you're done, you need a shower because it is such a horrendous experience that when they got out of World War One, they wanted to make a holiday. They're like, listen, we have to set aside a day for the the thankful ending of the atrocities that we have never seen the likes of. And so, of course, it was Armistice Day all the way through World War II. And then what we thought was the worst we had ever seen, well, in terms of uh, gruesomeness, a lot of people would say, yeah, World War I was worse. But when you have two world wars, you kind of lump them together, and now you have Veterans Day in general. In very exciting local news, you have Foxconn officially saying that they are going to be buying the plant from Lordstown Motors. That's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars. And they said they will be working together to jointly get the endurance pickup off the ground. And then they will pedal it around the world uh, separately or together or whatever. I just know that it's a great next step in the deal. And uh, as you probably could imagine, local representative Tim Ryan took to the social medias and the news to out the successful venture and he was summarily just absolutely attacked and just tastelessly vilified by these people who obviously just love hating things and people just my goodness because this guy could never win in their hearts right because if you look at the posts up until now it's always what does tim ryan do tim ryan never bring anything back never bring the bacon back well you know, now he gets to actually say whether he did it or not. That's the whole point. The whole point is whether or not somebody actually had a hand in bringing something back to the Valley. If it happens in their jurisdiction and on their watch, then they get the credit duly or not a lot of the time. And then they also get the blame. So these people want to say like, oh, look at Timmy shows up on camera all of a sudden when things are going great. Nah, he's been here through the pandemic. He's been here through January 6th, and he's been there through Lord knows what else. He seems like a pretty dutiful servant and a straightforward communicator with his constituents. Par for the course, I suppose. 
If you guys haven't had a chance to check out what's been going on in Belarus and Poland, please do so. Essentially, what you have is a hostile nation trying to make things really bad for their neighbors. So imagine if the Mexican government was actively advertising to people in Afghanistan to come to Mexico and we will get you into the United States. And so that's what you have over in Belarus. You have their absolutely abhorrent president getting refugees and trying to force them into the country of Poland. And you have Poland flexing its muscles of sovereignty saying, you just can't do this to us. So the EU will be intervening hopefully very soon because things are escalating pretty quickly. And finally today, there is a little note I have about seltzer beverages. Now I think I might have shared this before, but I've been off beer for at least a year, maybe a year and a half. And my goodness, timing couldn't have been better with the advent of the claw, things of that nature really saved the day because didn't have to go straight with wine or mixed drinks. I could actually have something in a can that wasn't going to be all bloaty and whatnot. So the natural progression is the boring White Claw, then the uh, jazzier flavors of the White Claw, or Truly, and then the real game changer, the Truly with lemonade. Ten times the flavor, kind of like candy, but a little cloying. And now everybody wants into the game. There's these new things called long drinks. They're essentially gin drink in a can with some juniper and um, grapefruit, supposedly from Finland. That's a really good one. But there's all these real fancy ones out now that are really, really sophisticated. Well, Truly has just punched back with a holiday pack offering that is pretty darn cool. So you got your four flavors, and you're looking at your spiked apple spice, pretty good. Pomegranate ginger fizz, not too bad, not the worst thing. You're always going to have that in the multi-pack. Always the weak link, but still drinkable. And then the other two are pretty damn good. Cran Orange is a keeper and something they should have probably year-round in some of their other packs. And then Holiday Sangria style is, well, I thought it tasted like a bowl of pine cones or something. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I liked it. And then on my second one, I said, all right, this is... It's like a mulled wine. It's like a mulled, it's like a mulled cider, but cold and fizzy. And it worked. And it really does feel holiday-y. So I guess that's why I'm recommending it. Because it does bring the nostalgia. It does fit the season. It's like pumpkin spice latte, but for the winter. So go ahead and check that out. And also, if you're in the area, check out the South Shenley Carryout. Those guys are always stacked with a lot of new stuff, a lot of cool stuff. And as always, the Cornersburg Party Shop never fails. We are sponsored by neither, but frequent both. Check them out. Check me out tomorrow. Another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Mm-hmm.